of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We're back to go over the recap of UFC 288 that happened this last weekend. Uh, solid card. It was awesome. Yeah, we, we got, we got uh, the majority of the picks correct, I think. Start at the bottom of the main card was yeah. Starting out, we had Crone uh, Gracie and Charles Jordan. Charles won by unanimous decision and proved a fourteen and six and one. That was not an exciting fight. Not at all. I was all. disappointed in Cron. Cron was like nineteen ninety three Hoist, you know. Except well, Hoist was getting takedowns at least. He he uh, he was walking in trying to clinch upper body, kind of like Hall uh, Ronda was trying to do in a Holly Holm. You know, and, and Holly had been able to do it to everybody else who was smaller than her. And she came across Holly Holm, you know, who was much taller and, and was running into fists and kicks and everything while trying it and never thought to take a shot. Right. Same with Kron. He never took one shot. He oh, never man. shot one time on a single or a double, just kept trying to clinch up her body. And uh, did you see that he had uh, Damian Maya and Hickson in his corner, too? Was that Hickson in his corner? Hickson was in his corner. Hickson and Damian so Maya. So I saw Damian in his corner. I was wondering, is Hickson bald? Uh, he, he, he had short hair. Whoever it was, I did. I was looking to see if Hickson was there, and I didn't think I saw him. So he just looks different, I guess. But um, yeah, he had a star-studded corner. <laughs> oh yeah. And what did you think about uh, Jordan? He looked good. I mean, he did what he had to do to avoid ending up on the ground with him. You know, to to land the shots. That he, I mean, he beat him up. You know, and and Kron's obviously tough. Stood there and and took a 15-minute beating, but I doubt he'll be back. Would you like to see him back in the UFC? Not like that. Not like that. No. I mean, I, I would like to see any of the Gracies fighting, but, but for example, Luke fought, I forget what Bellator we were at, Mohegan Sun, and Hoyce's son fought, and we never got to see his jiu-jitsu because he couldn't get the fight to the ground, right. and he got flying kneed in the third round and knocked out, but it's what you know. We, we always talk about. It. it doesn't matter how good your jiu-jitsu is if you can't get it to the ground, and and um, it doesn't matter how good your striking is if you can't stop a takedown. Right. You know. Absolutely. So it's. Uh, I don't know why they have not evolved as far as the wrestling department goes, the takedown department. Um, and I don't know if it's just like to continue to stand on their you know on their laurels that this is the way and it still works right but it's not it, it was interesting too to see damian maya i mean damian maya is a jiu-jitsu guy that has really good wrestling really good wrestling he really was taken down he was john fitching john fitch mm -hmm. you know what i mean like he has really good wrestling and, and so it, it was yeah it was it was disappointing to see yes sir um so i guess we got that one wrong we, got, <laughs> <laughs> we voted with our feelings <laughs> next we're moving on to uh Ibloa versus diego lopez who took it on five days notice so this is one that i we got correct but i kind of feel like we got wrong um even though uh Evolov won i thought diego lopez looked solid you know, especially on a week's notice. I thought he won two of the three rounds. I did first and third. First and third. Yeah, first and third round I thought were his as well. Um, I was a little disappointed when the when the judges came back. He could have stolen a guy's 16-0 and record on a week's notice. And, and I feel like, especially the way the judges have been going, there have been, there have been more people winning with being put on their back but still being more active than the top guy. And he was. He was active, like constantly active on bottom. And landing the good shots on the feet, 
you know, in the third round, he was landing some really good shots again. Uh, I just thought finished with a knee bar, right? He had a knee bar at right the very at the end. end. Yeah, like he had he had the the depending on how you judge the fight, he had the most. Um, how do I say it? He was the closest to finishing the fight, right? Multiple times. First round, he rocked him. He had him in the the or in the arm bar, and then in the third round, he had him in the uh, in the knee bar at the end too. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. One of them was thirty twenty seven too. Right. So, yeah, that, those are just disappointing. You know, the the judges have to get better. They they literally ruin people's careers. You I know. I agree. Do you so, do you see uh, they're going to definitely bring? Oh, Diego for sure, back. that guy's coming back for sure. And I know he had they got him on short notice. You know, probably scrambling because he had just lost on the contenders, right? And and still end up getting a shot. Uh, against him so I think for sure not only would they bring him back anyway he most likely signed a three fight deal just to take that fight on a week's notice so he'll be back that's awesome and then next we have Jessica Andraz versus Jan Shaunan yeah I picked that one um, you picked that one I picked Andraz you got you had Jan yeah I just Andraz just lost and I kind of feel like she was trying to get back to that title and then kind of got shut down by Aaron Blanchfield and I felt like her momentum probably wasn't. That was pretty pretty recent. I feel like it probably wasn't just a bump in the road and continued. I probably probably hit her pretty hard. And um, yeah, she she yawns tough. And she's giant for 115 pounds. Yeah, she pounds. is. She is a big girl. And uh, yeah, I was you know how how, how did it end? Uh, you know, uh, uh, TKO in the first round. Oh, it was that's right, that's right. And she starts oh, yes. in the first. Sorry. She caught her throwing three wild jabs, jabs or hooks, and she came over the top with a right hand. Yeah, if it's just Jessica like, Andrade, they were hooks. Yeah, yeah, they were hooks. <laughs> and uh, she was throwing three in a row, and on the third one, she over, caught an overhand right that planted her on her head. Um, yeah, that was yep. – Do you, you think this ruined Andrade's plans for a title shot in the future? For sure. Um, it's so hard when you've already been there and then gone all the way back here and then work your way to get back to it and then kind of like Henry was talking you know he's he's uh, if I'm not first I'm last mm -hmm. when you're working for the belt and you lose to somebody on the way up that's not in line for the belt or maybe they were and maybe they weren't and then you lose again you're, you're set back now minimum three fights minimum three fights before you get back there and who are they going to give you you know, who are you going to beat three different people, you know, to get back there? So most likely, yes, I doubt we see her back in line for a shot at the belt. And would you rather see uh, Blanchfield versus the champion or would you rather see the all-China Wei Li versus Yan? I'd like to see Blanchfield first, man. She, she's, uh, she's got solid jiu-jitsu and, and, you know, I like the jiu-jitsu, so I'd like to see that fight. Um, it would be cool to see the, the two Chinese girls go at it. Um, who knows how that fight goes? Yeah, that would be a fun one. Yeah. Banger on the feet for sure. They'll yes, be. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then we got the co-main event. We had Bilal Muhammad versus uh, Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Unanimous decision. It was a five-rounder. Yeah, we called that one also, I think. Or did you call Burns? I, I called Burns. <laughs> you, yeah, I called so Burns. <laughs> you, you picked the whole card with I your heart. I said jujitsu yeah. all the way. <laughs> <laughs> all the ones you wanted to win. I thought he was gonna be, I thought Bilal was going to be hard to beat. He was on a, a seven Fight. Seven or eight fight wins. Yeah, and and just added to that, um, he now gets a shot at the belt. 
but while while getting a shot of the belt, he still has to wait behind Covington to get his shot of the belt first somehow. Um, but yeah, he's he's been tough, man, and and beating really good guys. I feel like Burns was so close with the Usman fight; he was right there, you know. Uh, it, I feel like at the peak, he was kind of at his peak at that point, and got his light shut off, and then. Uh, Lost again to uh, Chamayev, and now lost again. I, I think did he win in between that at all? He fought this? a month ago against Jorge Masvidal. Okay, he beat him, so he's three and one in his last four, right? And also Neil Magny as well. He also oh, submitted sorry, Neil Magny in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's. Uh, I, I don't see him back for the belt all as well. There's a lot of guys waiting in that weight division, and. Um, Bilal is going to fight, you know, the winner of of uh, Leon Edwards and, and Colby. And then, so who are they going to give to uh, Gilbert Burns? Usman, right? Again? Be a good, there's no easy fights for Yeah, him. there's no one. to Not if he wants to get there. Like, he could say, give me a, a, someone that's lower in the rankings. But if he's trying to get to the to the belt, Usman's still sitting there. Um I forget who there's got to be a Russian in there somewhere as well. Uh, Rachmanov. There you go. Give him Rachmanov. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, it's a tough, it's a tough go for him. So we'll see what we see. Uh, you know, if he if he fights again, and if he does, what his plans are as far as trying to get to the belt. But I think um, a title shot's probably out of the question for him now. Do, do you know which round he hurt his shoulder in? So he he said the first in his first round. Yeah. And so I don't know. I remember by the second round, I was like, he's not throwing his left. He's mm -hmm. not throwing his left. And me and Austin were talking about it, and he didn't throw his left really the rest of the fight. And uh, I knew it was hurt. I couldn't tell if it was his hand or his shoulder. And then I heard him maybe in the second or the third complain to uh, Henry yeah, Hoof. For Henry Hoof, yes. And then and Henry was like, just, just you know, just basically like <laughs> yeah basically like, hit him with your groin george <laughs> you know did you ever hear that line from <laughs> yes, uh, uh, i was gonna ask Jackson. you too what, what do you think about um doing that where you do two camps in a row so close he he fought a month ago against Jorge masvidal jumps right back into camp and then fights a killer like Bilal. yeah that's so it's not easy it's not easy the camps are one thing you know if you can stay healthy through your camp it's the weight cut it's the diet it's the not letting your body you know refeed and grow and put that you know it's not that the weight cut's not healthy like we we know that um and it's just very difficult to that's why I, like i try not to let any of you guys and for sure wouldn't let luke take a short notice fight you know um like right after a fight right and and his amateur fight his last amateur fight was five weeks before he fought in bellator mm. so we just kind of continued the camp for five more weeks but uh I think it's a bad idea to do the weight cuts the way they do. Um, I, I thought it might not have been as bad for him because I knew he was a 55er before. So I thought maybe he doesn't walk so big, you know, unless he put on a lot of size. I don't know how, how big he walks around, what, what his weight is. But I, I feel like it's just hard on the body already to do it one time, let alone to do it four weeks later. Yes, sir. And then in the main event. How do you feel about that? Oh, uh, You've done it. Yeah, I've done it a lot. Um I don't like doing it. I you feel have a year that you fought how many times? I fought year? six times in one year. Yeah. And so basically every two months I was fighting and 
it's tough. It's not yeah. fun. That's yeah. for sure. You definitely feel all the aches and bruises all the time and just jump into another camp. I think the benefit for you at that time was you were fighting the multiple weight classes. So you probably weren't going 35, jumping back up 35, jump back up 35. You were hitting 45s and 45s. In there in the yeah, I had a couple of 55s, <laughs> in but I also wasn't fighting uh, Bilal Muhammad Correct. or Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like you, you get a guy who's on his first fresh camp, you know, and you're just kind of dealing with injuries from the camp before the fight before right. whether you won or not still he, he had a five-round fight didn't he it was a five-round fight yeah five-round so, co-main event with masvidal oh with uh masvidal was a three-round three-round yes sir and he went the distance he went the distance yeah so the three rounds you know of a, of a fight against someone like jorge and then coming back a month later for five is it's just uh that's a lot it's definitely tough that's it and then in the the main event we had uh Aljamain defend his title against henry cejudo yep so i picked henry just because i couldn't figure out how to see him losing but at the same time i said i also see him getting to the fence and getting to his back um and i even thought maybe that he would get a takedown we talked about it but he ended up getting four takedowns to henry uh, to, to cejudo's three takedowns outstruck him um a lot of people thought that cejudo won me included you're, you're one of them yes sir um there are a lot of people you know the internet's you can't be on the internet but that was the worst decision in history and i'm like come on like that was a close fight if they went three one or three two one way or three two the other i wouldn't have complained i said well okay you know i think depending on how you scored the first four cejudo definitely won the fifth and i think aljo for sure won the first and cejudo even talks about it in his interview he said i gave away the first round um at the end and 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 he knew that so you know he only needs to i don't know it's it's a tough it's a tough call on on uh it maybe and and seeing who you know did more but on the numbers it looked like aljo won um Cejudo's tough you know he he's uh i think he dealt a little bit with his range like i thought he might i think aljo was making mistakes taking shots in the center of the cage you know i think he got excited that he took him down against the fence Wrestling against the fence is not the same as wrestling in the middle. One, wrestling in the middle, you're basically wrestling Henry Cejudo, the wrestler, right? And he's the gonna Olympic champ. Yeah, he's going to sprawl on you uh, all night long, and he did. So, um, you know, it was good. What do you What do you think? Well, it was fun to see, and we talked about it in class how the fence was the equalizer on the wrestling, how he was able to get the takedowns, not easy, but relatively, you know, easy on the fence, and then out in the open, there was just nothing he could do to get close to a takedown. Yeah. I've said it before. I've had D1 wrestlers with me against the fence that could not take me down, but out in the middle they could take me down all day. Right. <laughs> like it's just different, and you know. But but at this point, Henry should be wrestling on the wall, right? He should be doing cage work, wall work. You would think so. And and uh, be able to be used to it. I think the the way the reason I was doing well with them, they never wrestled against a wall. They always had that nothing behind them can run through their shots and whatever. So it's different. They might feel like they've got more. Now they can push against something, but I can push against it as well. So there's a there's an equalizer there for sure, and it gives. If anybody ever was doubting if they could take somebody down, you know, in a fight, Henry Cejudo got taken out four times. The gold medalist got taken out four times against the fence. So, you know, that's why we spend a lot of time there. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Sean O'Malley and uh, the Funk Master the next? The next fight yeah you know i i think o'malley has fantastic striking he's very long um as you, 
I thought Aljo looked long in the fight, and then you watch O'Malley walk in a and whole head down tire, on him. Taller. He has a whole head taller than him looking down on him. And so I think I think Aljo's going to have to deal with a lot of length. Um, I think his striking's great. You know, I think he, he looked great against Jan. Um, he proved he had a good chin against Jan. So if he gets him to the ground, though, you know, we're in the same boat that I thought. Well, Sudo actually did better than I thought he would with Aljo behind him on the takedowns. I thought he would get, you know, his back, and, and he wasn't able to really get his back. Um, I think Sean O'Malley is not Henry Cejudo. Right. I think he's got he's got jiu-jitsu, right? He's under uh, Tanquino. He's a brown belt. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll see. You know, we'll see. I, I think it's – everyone thought it was going to be like a, a half a round against Jan, right? They thought it was such a mismatch. It was going to be nothing. And then uh, there he was five rounds later. Was that a five-round fight? It was a five-round yeah. fight. Yeah, there he was five rounds later, you know, winning the fight. Um, so I think, I think he's going to surprise everybody again. I think Aljo still doesn't get the credit or respect, you know, because there's always something. The first one was gifted, the, basically. Uh, the second one was, I don't know, but no one gave him respect for it. The split decision. It was yeah. pretty controversial, yeah. Yeah, and then here he is winning a decision that a bunch of people thought went the other way. Um, going back to that decision we just talked about before we got on here, there was a 30-27 judge, right, in this fight as well, right? Uh there was or a ju- uh, uh, a judge that gave on the Diego Lopez fight. Okay, but in this fight, there was a judge that gave the fifth round to Henry to, to Aljo to Aljo, and I heard that it's the same same judge that gave the round to Joseph Benavides against Henry that was clearly Henry as well. Oh, wow. and, and Henry's like, I, m- I might have to look into this. You know, I might have to look at Derek Cleary clearly. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, clearly, clearly. He he's, he said he might have to look into that because those are two blatant like clear cut rounds. You know that round I wanted uh, uh, Aljo at that point, and I thought Sudo won that that round. And I was like, well, that's going to make this a close decision. The, you the know? fifth was as clear as the first. Right, on who won it? Agreed, agreed. And then uh, on the way here, interesting, I saw that Henry Cejudo called out Marab. He did. <laughs> so it doesn't look like he's wanting to retire. Yeah, he said, Dana, work's not done here. You know, let's set it up. And, and he was already calling out a date. And then did you see Sean thought he gave his jacket to somebody to get into the um, face of Marab Cejudo. took it. Marab took his jacket and put it on and climbed on the fence and was, you know, flexing on everybody. But then he freaked out. That's what the whole scuffle was about afterwards pretty funny situation there <clears throat> i think it's i think uh it sucked to bring o'malley in there i i know i know it's great for tv but dana or nobody else there knows what 25 minutes in a fight is like and what he's how how his mind is clear unclear foggy you know he just got in a fight for 25 minutes five rounds and then he had to get in there and talk shit to another guy. Right. You know, it's like, let's do this next time. You know, I, always, I saw in the media scrum afterwards, he was saying that it was a bad idea on their part to bring uh, Sean O'Malley in. But I never trust him when he says that after the Dolly thing, because they use it in all the promotions right. and stuff like that. Right. So I, I always think when he says it wasn't a good idea, it was actually a really good idea marketing wise from them. Sure. I mean, I think anytime they do that, it's good marketing. 
but it's the they don't give a shit about the fighter. You right. know what I mean? Like, let that guy have his glory today. He defended his title. You know, he won and whatever. And now there's already a guy in his face talking trash for the fight that's already has a date. Right. And I'm just like, geez, let me go home and eat my ice cream. Yes, sir. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, thank you for watching. Um, I actually want to come back and get this guy on our podcast. Um, I think it'd be pretty interesting. And so we'll, we'll do that and get back to you. Thanks for watching. It is all over. Just like that. <laughs>